Passion Pursuits. Welcome to Passion Pursuits. Now, I'm a firm believer that all of us are blessed with different abilities, gifts, and talents. So, in this brand new segment, I'm on a quest to discover talents among leaders in business and different fields and find out about their passions. My guest today is a fintech veteran. He co-founded payment solutions companies, including AXS, in Singapore. He was also Group CEO of NETS. Joining me on our first edition of Passion Pursuits is Jeffrey Go, Executive Director of AXS Private Limited, who has a little-known secret, his passion for DIY, in particular, carpentry work. Jeff, welcome to the show. Very, very happy to have you with me. Now, you're a man of many talents. Uh-huh. I hear you cook, you like to tinker. Tell us about your biggest passion. I think... Um being at work is quite stressful. So doing some of this DIY stuff at home right, kind of help you to relieve stress. Like for example, whenever I walk past, I look at some pieces of furniture or wood, right? For that matter, I kind of like will bring it home and I think about a pet project that I would do, right? Okay, yeah. so DIY. DIYs, okay. yes. Where, where do you get your materials from? Yes, I do source around some happens to be from the park right like as especially those wooden bridges that they need to i think uh, redo or remake and then they kind of like discard it so some of the contractors actually will buy some of this and then put it aside so you need to look for those sources okay how do you tell if it's a good piece of material to turn into your you know, yeah. fantastic DIY project? So some of the woods, that, as we know, right, from, from the market, you have Chang'ai or Balao wood, which is all very hard wood. And mm-hmm. typically, M-Parks will use them for right, those furnitures at a park, like those that you use in the national, old national stadiums. Those are the Chang'ai or Balao wood, which is very, very hardy. So sometimes mm-hmm. when you must have great faith, right, that your contractors are actually the ones that are, you know, trying to help the MPAX to discard it so you kind of buy off cheap from them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us about the process of uh, making your DIY project. Let's say the park bench. What is the first step? And, and you know, take us through the whole process until the end product comes. Okay, so basically when you first get the wood, right, some are a little bit decaying on the side and so forth. So you have to actually inspect every piece of wood, right? Mm -hmm. And then what we do is that we kind of either sand it down and then patch it and then try to re re rework some of the wood and then and the placement, right? So some not so nice we will push it to the side or something like that. Then some that has the holes we will patch it up. And then after treating the wood to, to, to its base mm-hmm. then we will tend kind of like you know looking for the varnish that we need to use so we tend to use the outdoor right clear varnish the mm-hmm. natural color mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. so to really bring out the wood nature right some of them do have very good I would say grains lines mm, and all yes, this yes, so yes. to really create that feel that wow it's so rustic right and yet so beautiful in its own nature form I, I try to keep the wood in its in its nature form, mm. so they tend to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I also go around the neighborhood looking at those, uh, uh, you know, those pallets mm-hmm. that left behind by the contractors. Oh. I do pick them up and bring home <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I, I don't know when I'm going to do some projects, right? Mm. So then after that, once I have something in mind, then I start to you know uh, re- remove uh, those wood from the pallet in strips, mm. and then after that you have to measure, you have to draw. A, your diagram, uh, mm-hmm. how your complete uh, product look like. Mm-hmm. And then after that, once you have that, then you have to do the dimension, right? And, and so forth. Then after that, you have to 
either plane it and you have to saw it then to the right dimension then after that that's where you start your handiwork right uh, fix it or you varnish it and so forth so you sometimes take a take a whole day or a whole weekend to to do something but it is kind of like you know giving you that relaxing mode because no one talk to you you're quiet yeah. by yourself right yeah. you're in your own yeah. space yeah. so you take these uh, pieces of wood what yeah. do you make them into so you have to have something in mind or sometimes you don't have anything in mind so you just buy and then store it first then after that you say hey actually I can make benches I can mm-hmm. make tables mm-hmm. right so then after that you have to look for a blacksmith to help you to do you know so called the legs and, and the, uh, uh, okay. for the tables and chairs right so then there's part and parcel of things that you know after creating you kind of like find satisfaction in that if people can sit on it and enjoy it so you don't actually do the sawing and milling <laughs> actually I do I do have like a circular saw I do have chainsaw for example right sometimes I like to saw something like you know I have do some have some little garden that mm-hmm. I have some some little trees that I like just to saw it because using <laughs> basically I, I just you know buy like uh, 12 or 14 pieces of all those woods like about 1.8 meter long mm-hmm. and then you say okay I can make a table that's maybe uh, uh, 1.8 by by a meter right so then you assemble them together but I think there's a lot of treatment that you need to do right so mm-hmm. then you ask your friends go to hobbies I know website and all this and how they treat the woods, right? Mm. Do you actually use them? Yes, I do use them. Or like for example, <laughs> oh, maybe I should put on carousel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I also have like you know some bamboos that that that, that I do have in my little garden. Mm. So I kind of like hey, one day maybe I want to make some bamboo bench or bamboo tables. So these are the aspiration that I have. But finding the time is challenging. I'm sure. Yeah. So what's your current project right now? So current project is to finish up the 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 picnic uh, benches and tables that I talk about you using the wood from former Pasiris Park those those wooden bridge that they they have I think replaced with better woods now so those are the you know so yeah it's not perfect but then mm-hmm. you just make do with what you have right but the thing is Jeff you must have a very good eye for such things so yeah. I'm just wondering how did you you know even begin to have this appreciation for wood. <laughs> for the beauty so, of wood, right? Yeah, so like if you ever invite you to my house, like my uh, furniture mm-hmm. uh, in, in my living room, it's none other than rosewood, right? Mm. So very Chinese yes. type of furniture because I really love wood, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think that in Singapore, uh, our furniture is leather type. It's only mm. good for maybe five minutes. Then after that, you feel the warmth. Mm. But for those uh, rosewood furnitures, it really appreciate and it really lasts very long if you know how to maintain it well. Mm. And it's a piece of enjoyment, right? Mm. So for wood-wise, I'm still learning from my friends uh, what, what are good. And you know, sometimes the thick wood, they mm-hmm. have very nice grains, mm-hmm. right? And you mm-hmm. really love it, right? So I'm sucker for wood. <laughs> okay, apart yeah. from, um, you know, enjoying the peace and quiet when you're really focused on completing your DIY projects, mm-hmm. What do you feel when it's finally, you know, complete? I think you have a sense of achievement, right? These are little small wins in life. Mm-hmm. They say, wow, it's finished. Then you sit there and appreciate for a while. Then right, my wife and daughters will come by and say, oh, so beautiful. Then they walk away, right? But then you just <laughs> stay there and say, thank you very much. <laughs> but, but, but I guess it's, it's, it's part and parcel of relaxing mm-hmm. because we are so mm-hmm. stressed at work. And this in this kind of like you know bring you away from work, but focusing on this. So sometimes you do have accidents, like you know, get your hands cut or fingers little, you know, um, 
got blister and so forth because you forget to put gloves mm. and so forth, right? Mm. So, well, that's empire and parcel. So I have a lot of things that sometimes I feel like doing. Then it takes too long mm-hmm. um, because either procrastinate or because you have something more important. Mm. And then some of the wood rot away. Right, mm, because mm. I don't have a proper storage for them, so <laughs> you know sometimes they get rain and sun, mm. so it didn't last very long. But more more important is that you know I I, I do make some uh, what do you call that flower um, stand, oh, right? Okay. So I did make one and uh, I delivered it to my uncle's house to make him happy. Wow, <laughs> During nice, the COVID time, nice. you can't go out, right? That's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. What's the piece that you're proudest of? I think we make a lot of small little projects, like for example, the newspaper uh, and the wood crates mm-hmm. where you dump your newspaper, you know, mm. like I subscribe to SPH, Straits Times, Business Times, and everything. I, last time I was just throwing all around, right? So I said, I better make a crate. So, so t- that t- took me the whole weekend to make it because I still had to paint it nicely, right? Okay. It, yeah. That's not too long, a weekend. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's two days of effort. Then sometimes That's my true. wife says, Is it worth it? Why don't you just buy it, right? I mean, Singaporeans tend to buy it but for me well, since I do some work during secondary school days so I mm. said why don't you just try it hmm. I must get some photos of all these projects that you've done yeah. and uh, probably share with our listeners on social media yeah sure I, I do have those and then the finished product right and then with wheels so they can move around right because they are staying in HDB they put their plants along the corridor mm-hmm. so if it no wheels, it's very hard to move around. Mm. So I, I put some wheels underneath for them. Oh, yeah. how clever. S- yep. Okay, are yeah. you into reusing things, recycling? I think recycling is definitely part and parcel of our life right now because uh, so much talk about carbons, right, and so forth. And we have been thinking about going into EVs, right, if government can make it more can give more incentive at this time. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know that, you know, it's quite economical, especially one charge, you know, that's what the salespeople is telling me, like less than $30 for a full charge. So something to consider. But I think recycling definitely is very going to be a very big part of my life, right? So I'm one of those uh, green ambassadors at home, mm. right? Even those uh, supermarket receipts, for example, you keep them and then you put it into big envelopes, then you, you just mm. send it for recycling, right? Okay, mm. Jeff, uh, we know that you've got some exciting plans lined up in your line of work. Oh, and okay. I would take this opportunity <laughs> to find out a little bit more about you know, those plans from you, if you would share. Yeah, so I think uh, for me, it's always been uh, looking at um, business opportunity. Just like, you know, 23 years ago when I set up AXS together with two other partners, Joey and Eugene, basically we have to come up with a business model that uh, it benefits both the community at large, and yet we can use private inse- um, private money to really make it happen. For example, one of them is access station, for example, mm. that's all over the place in Singapore that allows people to pay bills, but you don't use it, uh, uh, you don't have to pay to use it, mm-hmm. it's free, mm-hmm. right? On the other hand, we also provide service to Singtels and the rest of big utility companies that need to collect bills. So it's a win-win-win on all situations, right? So coming up, we're also thinking about pain points that maybe motorists will face. Mm. So we are working out some big projects uh, if we can. So just wait for the good news coming up soon. 
Is that all you're giving me? <laughs> yes, I think it's still something uh, cooking at the moment. Okay. Uh, nothing is finalized yet. Okay. Right? So there's no point announcing something that's not finalized. Okay. Okay. So once it's finalized, I think we can do something. But most important thing, always look for pain points, right? That consumer face and how we can help them. And most importantly is that, right, do not have to wait for everything government to do it. I think private sector does play a very important role. So what do you think is the biggest pain point? I think today there are many types of payments. I, I'm, I'm glad to even as a CEO of NetStan, right, uh, working with ESG, right, Enterprise Singapore, we launched the SGQR into the mm-hmm. market. And Nets got to take it upon itself because we invest close to about $5 million per year to really push for these electronic payments. However, in recent times, a lot of this, um, I think education is required, right? We also feel very sad that you know people scan some QR codes download malicious software and then they mm. lost some of their monies from their bank accounts I think there's still a lot of need uh, to educate but we can't stop right by saying that oh by scanning this then everybody going back to using cash I don't think that should be the right way but think about a better way to pay right maybe somebody got to rethink again about how to recreate a better experience we know that you've gone back to the very company you helped to uh-huh. found, um, mm. which is AXS. Right. Many years ago, yep. you founded that company. In year 2000. Mm. So what made you do that? I think um, AXS has, uh, has done well in the past, right? And I think because of COVID, everything has uh, shifted towards more, I would say, app-based, mm-hmm. right? Uh, means not so much physical anymore. Mm-hmm. So in terms of AXS station may not be as hot as it used to be, but most of our transactions are going through the app, right? It has done good volumes, right, uh, for for the nations. Right? We do about like 20 billions worth of uh, bills and fines collections as a whole. But we feel that, you know, there's much more that we can do because in Singapore, there's a lot of SME in payment space. They don't have that kind of volumes and so forth. So for me, is to start with the thesis, that Singapore do indeed have a lot of uh, talents in the payments world. So we want to use this together with private equity to really, you know, uh, acquire all these smaller companies with talents and then build into, I would say, a world beater. Payments uh, in payments in this region, somewhat like a recycling concept too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, identify uh, some of these businesses and see what we can monetize it. Mm-hmm. For example, AXS, you have about one million users, unique users per year. Then how do we manage, uh, monetize that and make payments even more seamless, improve the user experience, right? Um, also, in terms of recurring payments, like you know, how can we make gyro or e-gyro even better? Thank you, Jeff, so much for sharing your passion and the things that you love that are close to your heart. Thank you so much. Jeffrey Go. Yeah, thank you, Lin. Passion Pursuits.